Hello and welcome to another episode of the Black Dog Sports Podcast. I am your host, Arthur Hosey Jr. of the class of 2008. And today we actually have more people on the show. I know y'all used to just seeing me and Derek face, but now y'all get to see uh, Coach Vivian's, a.k.a. Bully. And you get to see um, Ricardo Suggs, the uh, former pickup basketball player and junior high school player for Kosciuszko. And... He got that Mike. He got he got that LeBron James coming home to pay on his head. <laughs> man, look like that's a credit short of the Gordon Gartrell too, man. Oh God! How <laughs> y'all gonna I, clown the man? <laughs> I'm coming home. I'm coming home. And the okay. Gordon Gartrell credit shirt. All right, and Derek Thomas, top like top flight security of the world face ass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait. Okay. Okay, wait. Okay. All right. So we got a few topics for y'all. Very good topics. All right. First of all, we go address Big Schaefer leaving us high and dry. Also, we got um a new basketball coach today, you know, Hall of Fame coach. Ooh. Uh Nick McCray Pinson. So uh that's gonna be a thing. And apparently nobody wants to be on a basketball team no more. I don't know what that's about, but what else? Now, there was supposed to be a section about us talking about um, us being a bunch of bootlicking Uncle Toms who took the um, Mike Leach interview, but we already did that before, and basically it was Derek screaming the whole time. So, uh, (laughs) we're going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and introduce the guys. The senior member of the podcast is uh, Derek Thomas, so... I don't think so. I think I think uh Kendrick older than me. I don't think so. 40? Oh, you 40? 40? Thank you. Oh, I ain't know how you was. All right, so Kendrick. (laughs) I turned 40 in January. Okay, Kendrick Vivian. I turned 40 in January. I did. Oh shit, I'm still the oldest. Damn. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Well, Derek, go ahead. Man, I'm just ready to talk about this new women's basketball head coach. I'm excited. Um, I think she is an excellent hire. Um, she has the pedigree, and we're going to discuss her pedigree and why we think she's going to be a good fit. All right, bad boy, baby. So that means that uh, Kendrick Vivians, what's your um, – what, how, how you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. I'm glad to be back, man. I, it's been a minute. Um, football season took me out, and I, and I, it's just hard, it was hard getting back in there, but I'm just glad to be back, man. Get ready to talk about <laughs> I've been very active in the group, but not on the podcast, and I'm just so glad to be back, man. Representing. He been, he been um, you know, singing. He was singing last night. He had like a little garage concert, you know, to lift up the spirits during uh coronavirus. Um, the cops got called on him, and you know, but what else? Yeah, can know? I address that real quick? Okay, what's up? So the cops got called on us, right? So the cop came up. He said we got a noise complaint. Blah blah blah. And I was like, so this is a warning, right? He's like, yes, yeah, a warning. I said, so we just turn it down. We're good. So after the show was over, it was a car sitting in front of us with four women in the car. She, they were sitting there. They stayed up for a whole concert. Uh, it was two there, and then two more showed up. So after the concert, one of the young ladies was like, um, that was my aunt that called the um, police on y'all. I said, what? She said, yeah, she was sitting right next to me in the truck. She didn't know it was y'all at first. She said, uh, so I kept addressing it as we were singing. She was like, and she felt so bad. She was in the car. She had more fun than all of us. She gave y'all a $20 tip and everything. 
So <laughs> next time we she should be straight because she thought it was somebody else making a, a, a bunch of noise. So she yeah. called. She was calling the cop. She was calling the cops on somebody else. She was like, they always making this noise. So we called the cops on them. Then they end up coming around the corner. Was like, man, it's a band out there jamming. So she ended up enjoying the show. So I think we might be fine for next time because we're gonna do another one. But okay. I thought that was so funny to me. I guess we all look alike. All right, are you gonna get a better? <laughs> are you gonna get a better mic for next time or what? Well, uh, AJ, here's the thing. We put that together. That was one of those karaoke mics, you know, that you get at like the dollar to the <laughs> So we were just like, hey, let's put this thing together, man. And another thing is the way it's set up, I couldn't hear myself real well. So I was singing wrong into the mic. And oh, which God, was, yes. <laughs> which why it was muffled. And when I watched it, I was like, man, I was, you know, I shouldn't have did that. But I couldn't hear him because it was shooting straight out. And so I couldn't hear myself. So I know next time. But it, it was a good trial run, I think. Uh, we had some people out there. Matter of fact, people on the other side, I didn't know. Until later, they was like, man, there's people outside on the other side, outside just chilling, enjoying the show. I'm like, word? So it, it turned out to be a good thing. And the cops came back the second time filming us. So they didn't get the, they came back the next time like, hey, man, y'all know Amazing Grace? Sing Amazing Grace. So if you go back and see me singing Amazing Grace, it's because they came back, requested it, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, because that, that, that this is how we do it, that you start off with. You're like, this is how we do it. Like, <laughs> you, you sounded like you was the whole time. But I right, so Ricardo Suggs, who I actually think is the oldest person on the podcast, but I can't be sure. Where your mind at tonight? Just, just here to show my face, man. I just want to get going for <laughs> You'll never find blum, 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 blum. a hairline like mine. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Wait a second. This man is a close personal friend of mine. I have known him since 2003 at Mississippi State University. I was there. Me and him got detained by the cops together. <laughs> me and me and him uh got called coons for interviewing Mike Leach together. <laughs> Jer <laughs> Jeremiah, where your head at? Oh man, I'm just glad we're ready to talk about an actual sports topic instead of talking about whether or not we ask the right question and get um excoriated by a doctor, black female for a whole hour. So it's just good just to be talking about regular sports. Well, you know, um, no comment. All right, so uh, the dogs get their lady. They tried to bongo the hire, but, you know, they were able to somehow snatch um, victory from the jaws of defeat. So is yeah, Nikki... talk about Vic leaving first before we talk about her, right? Uh, sure, whatever. It didn't... No, it's, for some reason, didn't nobody put it into the thing, but whatever. All right, so um, how did y'all feel when Vic... Abandon us. Why you don't want us no how more? Come, yeah, how come you don't want us Arnold. Let, I'm going to start off on this one with uh, Kendrick Vivians. Why do you think he don't want us no more? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something, I honestly think it's something way more than we know. Uh, uh, we heard rumors. think so. It's something way, it, I don't think it has a lot to do with Actual, I mean, because you got to think about it. this man starting to bring in grade A talent, and all of a sudden you dip. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think it's something more than that. I think I think he was glad he was good with where he was. I think. I mean, you gotta think about it. his his kids been out of school. His um his wife, she been um stopped teaching. You know, um, I guess when they started, you know, because she was an assistant coach over in Starkville when they first got here. And so she been stopped doing that. They've been chilling, they've been having, you know, they they they're here. Um Logan um used to, well, I know he's over at school now, um, in Texas, but he was singing at local local bars and everything. They it was home, you know, and he had he had his little friends and everything. Um, and we on the brink. I mean, you gotta think about it. I mean, this team this year wasn't, you know, but they did pretty good with what we had. And so you gotta think about the youngsters coming up. We had, I mean, we got some goons coming in. He had he had a a, a something bet that could have been better than what we've already had. And then, bam, I'm out. And like, like I've seen a lot of people say, it wasn't A&M, it was Texas. So he had the first, and then somebody said it was something about being close to the family. Word? Ain't nobody believe it. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Close to the word. Is that what we're talking about right now? So I think it's something more than we can even think about right now. Hopefully your girl Jordan, she, she, gonna, she came out and said something. So she need to go ahead and open her mouth if she want to say something. Matter of fact, we need to try to get her on the show since she want to say some skeletons about to come out. Bring your tail on then and bring the skeletons on with you. Thing so. is, we don't have to get permission from Mississippi State anymore either because she's no longer a student athlete because she's done, right? Exactly. <gasps> right. That's, we can that's ask the tough questions. No, I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's my well, opinion. We can, on we can ask her about what happened with it at Arkansas because, you know, they – it's suspected that she left because she they kneeled during the national anthem. Well, I don't know about that, but like I say, I think I think it's more than what we know. Um, it, it's it's something going on in the front in in the office. That's it. Right. All right. So, Jeremiah, what's your thoughts on um Vic Schaefer leaving, and why do you think he left? I agree with Kendrick. I think it's more to it now. I know we all heard the rumors and what Jordan Danbury kind of articulated. You know, I said at the time, I'll be real. I don't, I even said, I don't know if I really want a lot of skeletons out there by one of the best coaches in our school's history. Just off more head with all that drama and that whole situation, how that all panned out. And then this guy's probably might honestly be the best coach in the history of Mississippi State. Do we really want that type of negativity out there about one of our former coaches? Because at the end of the day, we want great coaches to come to our school. We don't want to be you no, know, pushing them off by saying, like, as soon as something happened that we just going to crap on you. We need – I understand as a fan or somebody that's an alumni at school, I kind of don't want that to happen now. If he did something that's egregious, yes, we need to address it and it needs to be out there. So it might be more to it than just, oh, I'm going back home, especially when it's the same amount of money. You got a great team coming in. I mean, coaches can talk about going home, but you want to win as well. And most coaches that go back home, they say what? I'm not necessarily saying it was him that did something. I might mm-hmm. like, he might have not been pleased. See what I'm saying? That what I mean, he might have been like, man, this is some junk and I'm out. Right. You know what I'm saying? It could have been that too. Yeah. Well, and they're saying like Jordan Danbury talking about the skeletons and just little things about how Vic Shaper really was. And I'm like, if this stuff, he was really like this. I wasn't pulling in all these five-star players. Like, that don't make sense. I ain't never heard of a coach that pulled in that type of talent and they didn't have some type of it happens. It happens. I mean, you're a coach. You know, coaches can be jerks. I mean, we know that. But for a guy at Mississippi State to do that, like, that's that's rare. I know women's basketball is a little different, so it doesn't have the same total pole. Like, with if you're at Kentucky, you're going to recruit. If you're at 
I don't know what's another big problem. North Carolina, you're going to recruit there. It don't matter if you're a jerk or not. But Mississippi State to be able to pull talent, you have to be some type of personable person or have somebody on your staff. Yeah, like Lerner was a jerk. Yeah, he was cool, though, in a way. I heard he was cool. He was a jerk, but he was cool at the same time. But and How many five stars did Mullen pull in? That's a good point. That's a good point. We did lose A.J. Brown, but we're not going to go there. I was talking to, uh, uh, shoot, um, uh, man, I was talking to, uh, I forgot her name now, Louisville, uh, went to Ole Miss, I forget her damn name, but she was saying Mississippi State didn't even recruit her much, so, um, you know, when she, I was like, wasn't an A.J. Brown like recruit, she was like, yeah, and I was like, oh. Well, I think our basketball, our women's basketball team get away with that a little more. They was recruiting talent. So they decided they didn't want to recruit somebody from the state. I think they can get away with it. But that's just me. All right. Well, Derek, you got anything else to say about, um, uh, you know, Vic um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't have any information on what could have happened. I was a little shocked, uh, but I'm not going to – I'm going to agree with Jeremiah. We don't want any negativity coming out about our best coach in history. Um, will it eventually come out one day? What happened? I'm pretty sure it might. But I'm like, I'm like this. Vic Schaefer, and I tweeted to him. I, t- I told him, thank him for the journey that he took us on because we were on the cusp, not once, but twice, on winning a national championship. And that ride um, is the only roller coaster I would ever want to ride on, ever. So thank you, Vic Schaefer. Gonna miss you. Hope you have all success in the world until you face the Lady Bulldogs. Hope you have your worst coaching outing ever whenever you face the Lady Bulldogs. You're muted, Arthur. I hope that he does like uh, Gary Irving did in that first game against Arkansas. Well, with Arkansas, where he's just like completely crapped the bed. So, Ricardo, what do you think about the uh, departure of Vic Schaefer? The general, the, 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 what is it? Well, hey, the life goes on. You got somebody else in there. They came to a loaded cabin. They can't already came to the house full of food. They ain't got to go buy no groceries. The groceries are already there. Good riddance to them. Can't keep nobody that don't want to be killed. So just move on from there. And, Take us to the promised land. Oh, and that was the Nietzsche Forest out of Louisville that I was talking to. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Oh, yeah, D-Fars? Oh, yeah, 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 D-Fars, yeah. Yeah, so I was very disappointed that she went to Ole Miss, but, you know, uh, like I said, I don't even know who that is. But, okay, so now we can get the old coach out of the way. Out with the old, in with the new. New head coach is Hall of Famer Nikki McCray Pinson. So, is this the right hire? And on top of is this the right hire, go ahead and tell me what you think the fact that she is a um, – a Hall of Fame basketball player, what does that do for our program and what does this do for our visibility? I'm going to start off with uh, eh, Jeremiah. Word that comes to mind with all of this is optics. I mean, let's just keep it real. They had an African-American female head coach after all the stuff with Mike Leach. I mean, that is being real. It checks one of the boxes. 
then you look at the fact she has a pedigree as a winning player, so she knows it from the players. And, you know, you have so many of these coaches, some of them didn't even play in sometimes high school. Most times they definitely play in college. Or if they played in college, they played at, like, some D3 school or there was some bench warmer or they were just a role player. She was a star player at Tennessee, not some little small school, Tennessee, the premier program at that time, and was a two-time SEC player of the year, All-American, went to WNBA, was an all-star, winning pedigree just from a playing standpoint. So you know she understands the game from winning at that, from that standpoint. And then you look at the fact that she coached. She didn't bounce around as a coach. She coached under Dunn Staley for 10 years, a winner. She won a championship, so the pedigree is there. And then you go – and at Old Dominion, she was able to turn around that program. So the fact she did that in three years, that's coaching. That's no – even if you brought in talent, they're going to be young. That's coaching. Everything suggests she knows what she's doing. Also, her trajectory suggests that she's a fast riser. I can understand why, you know, we heard things about the contract language. She's someone, even though Mississippi State obviously is a premier program and wins basketball, she coached in South Carolina, so what if Dunn State leads, and then she played at Tennessee. So I can understand why we're like, hey, we might need to try to find a way – to block this because she could leave after one year. It has happened. Willie Taggart left after one year in Oregon, even though that was a, a really bad idea. So, <laughs> or a really, really bad idea. So, it, it's the right hire. It just fits. I know we're going to get to Johnny Harris, but that was, it, it just fits. I think she's going to be able to come in right away, command that respect. She probably can beat some of them in basketball, and she probably can really work with a Rakia Jackson. She has a similar body type. She was a, maybe even – um to be honest with you i'm thinking about what the teacher said about us needing to find our lane and i feel like you're not talking about this from the perspective of her being a black woman in black women empowerment <laughs> somehow i think you're being funny uh because that was the first point i touched on was the fact that it's optics and the fact that it's going to make us look good. And it's not. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go and get like a. Uh, who the heck is this? JJ. I'm going to tell you exactly who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you Miss Jerrica James, former basketball player, played on the Shan Fanny Otis. And played under Vic Schaefer. She is joining the podcast with us. Oh, surprise, surprise. Hello, Hello everybody. Welcome. Hello. How Hello. is everybody? We are fine. Okay, that's the move. We got former Bulldogs on and stuff. Lady Bulldogs. Lady Bulldogs. Like, yeah. credibility now, folks. Coming on the podcast. <laughs> Doctors are not former players. You know, uh, speaking of which, it's perfect because now we have somebody to talk about it from the black woman perspective so yeah um that'll be perfect all right so what we're talking about right now is the hire of Nikki McCray Henson and Pinson and what it's gonna do for the optics of the program like you know from a X's and O's standpoint and the fact that she's a former Hall of Fame well she is a Hall of Fame player so how does this elevate the program so you can go ahead and speak to that just now because Jeremiah was just rambling okay well, I'm not, I can, I can be real honest. I'm not really into the facts The they did this this year, the next year, you know, I'm not that person. I just, my, my biggest thing is when I, when I judge someone by their experience, by their talent, by what they're doing is what I see on a day-to-day basis that during the time that I experienced it. So with that being said, 
I look at a coach that happens to be a black woman who has been under Don Staley, Coach Don Staley, which is another black woman that has been iconic to me and also my family. So it's like that gives a lot of credibility just based off who she's been under in that short period of her uh, of her co- coaching frame. Like I say, things that she's done prior to that, the WNBA, you know, all of those facts, those just come from what everybody else is chiming in to say, which, you know, it's very typical for everybody else. But as a, as a black woman coming into a, a program like that, I really feel like it's, it's a relatable type thing. Like you can put coach to coach and say, okay, this person is, this person has done that much. And this per- person has done this much, but at the end of the day, uh, a team player is going to play his hardest and is going to be the most motivated by someone that they can relate to, someone that they enjoy. You know what I'm saying? So that's in, that's in any workplace. When you're, when you're a leader, when the person, the manager or whoever you want to call them, when you're relatable and you can enjoy it and you can work hard, it, it, it's a better motivation. So like that's one area that I look at it. And like I say, I, don't, I, I would never go by what coach has done this and what coach has done that because it's a lot of factors. You got to think about who has the upper hand with the recruitment, who knows this person and how many, you know, it's just so much to go with that. So that's just pretty much my, my feel on it. Well, Jerrica, would you want to play for her? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. See, now I have a real question. People saying we need to ask the tough questions since she said she played for Coach Oh, it's I knew it was Coach Let's okay. go with the smoke. So there's been rumors out there that Vic Schaefer ain't what everybody think he is. So is there any truth to that? That's all perception. I mean, everybody's going to have judgment. So as, as long as a person is true to themselves, that's how I got I to gotta portray them. They're true. So if, if he put on this persona, his persona was there before I even met him. So it had already been in his head because I didn't see no one different from the day that I met him. He, you know, he's been the same firm, the same let's get it done, the same motivated uh, coach from, the, from day one to me until, you know, until I, I graduated. So if anybody saw him prior to what he's brought to Mississippi State and judged him off of that, then that's up to them. But I can't honestly say that he's not what he say when he's not what he says he is because anything that he ever said he'd do he done it and that was just during the time that I I was with him why do you think he left then i mean just having to play on him a little bit did he ever speak about being from texas or anything like that? why why do you think he left coaching is coaching you you're there you're not there i mean some like you say everybody's talking about family every time oh this is going on but at the end of the day you do what's best for you that's just like asking me Jerrica why didn't you leave when coach Fannin announced that she she would be leaving and you would get a new head coach I didn't leave because I knew that coaching is coaching I mean you're there one day and you're not I mean it just depends on what's going on it can depend on you know all type of factors so I didn't you know, leaving at this point was surprising because they're on the higher end, winning, um, top recruits, you know, looking great. You know, team was predicted to do so many things. I didn't say that that was going to happen right now. But look at the circumstances. Uh, um, we're, we're locked in. You guys are having to do a podcast over over Zoom. You know what I'm saying? So just look at the circumstances because if, if it was me, I'd want to get to my family too. So, I mean, you just got to look at it both sides. All right. I was um... – <laughs> So what can you? How was what was the difference between the you know Fanning and um, 
and Vic, um, like like I said, like you said, you talking about, you know, should you have transferred? You know, when I first met you, I told you it was my second best player. Right. <laughs> because right. you know I know who my first my favorite, exactly. of course. But you know, and it, it's kind of one of them things like I, I express this as, as far as football goes. Uh, if the guys know my guy was Nick Gibson, I'm like, man, he should have bounced because he should have been on that field or somebody's mm -hmm. field. I felt the same way about you. I'm like, man, Jerry can't get in the minute she's supposed to be getting. Um, I did feel that, and I told you that straight up. And I was like, dude, you know, I, I love, I loved everything about your game, you know. And so, um, just touch. I mean, like you said, you touched on why you didn't leave, but can you touch on the differences between the two, um, as far as um, you can say the coaching styles um, or the, the the feel in the locker room or anything like that? Just touch on the, the two experiences. Okay, so. Um, and I get this, and I get this credit to my, my high school coach, Coach Daryl Fimple. So he told me, wherever you decide to go, and this was during the recruiting process, make sure they love you and not like you. So at that time, Coach Fannin and uh, Coach Neek and, um, you know, all the coaches that was at the staff at that time, I love you, Jerrica. I love you. I love you. And I'm saying, man, why I got to be in Mississippi? You know, everything is going through my head. But they was the only school that was saying, I love you. So I'm like, okay, that's where I'm going. So I get to Mississippi, we, and we build this bun. I come in as a freshman, everybody on the team, from the lower classmen to the upper classmen. Love, I'm talking about unbelievable love. And, you know, at that time, when the change came with the coaches, this is where Coach Aqua and, and Coach Johnny came into play because if they weren't there, I guarantee you I wouldn't have been there. But they came into place because, I mean, whether, whether, whether it's true or not, and you know, you, you, you got a feel of a coach and a player, if a coach loves you or if they like you. And that's one of the things that I thought was the, the, the head bumper. With, with Coach Schaefer and I. It was like, yeah, I like it. Don't get me wrong, I like it. But it's just, you know, that ain't what I'm looking for. And, that is, and that's fair. You know, that's fair. That's okay. So I was going into that, okay, man, I'm going to transfer. I'm going to go somewhere else that loved me. But everybody else that was saying that loved me was below Mississippi State. They went in SEC. They didn't have the benefits that SEC. We weren't traveling on planes every week. We went two, two times out the week sometimes. We weren't going eating the finest meals. So I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to suck this up. and I'm, I'm going to stay here. You know, I ain't, I ain't going back to that small level stuff. I'm going to stay in Mississippi State. So that and, that, and I don't regret it. I really, truly don't regret it because I met amazing people. Kendrick, to be one, one particular, I met some incredible people. And so, like, and that's what it was. So during them three years afterwards, it was just like, you know, I like I, basketball is my passion, but I know this ain't this is it. I'm I'm gonna get my degree. That that's all I'm looking. That, I'm just gonna get my degree because it has sucked the life out of you if you're not motivated. And and that's just you waking up at five o'clock in the morning, going all the way up to eight o'clock at night just to wake up again. Like you had to, I had to really suck that up just to say I'm gonna get that degree. Now, like I say, Coach Johnny and Coach Aqua had that much. I ain't gonna say power because don't nobody got power, but they had that much control mentally to keep me going. If they weren't there, 
definitely would have left. Oh, you know, I'm out. And I would, you know, and it wouldn't have been that. But, you know, with that being said, you know, that's just how it goes. You know, other people would think differently because the other people would be in different situations that I am. And I'm just speaking like on my teammates and stuff like that. There were people who did leave. But, you know, I just happen to be the one that just say, nah, I'm going to cool out. I'm going to enjoy this, this blessing, this opportunity and, and ride it out and get my degree. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. AJ? All right. So, uh, where was I? Uh, <laughs> Derek, you got anything that you want to say about um, the McCray hire? Well, I'm excited about the McCray person hire because of the pedigree that she presents. And there have been a lot of people who saying, oh, it's a bad hire. Oh, she came from a lower tier school. And I was like, well, her pedigree as a head coach was better than Vic's before we hired Vic because a lot of people may not know Vic, Vic Schaefer had a losing record uh, before he was an assistant at Texas a and You know what I'm saying? And he built himself back up and then he came to Mississippi State and the rest is history. Well, Nikki Pinson McCray, you know, um, served for almost 10 years as assistant under Don Staley and in three years she turned around ODU. Only three, only three years. Yes, it's Conference USA, but look at the job that she did. So she also, when some of y'all said earlier, she's played the game at a high level. She was a star in college. She was a star in the pros. She's a Hall of Famer. She has gold medals. She succeeded at every level of basketball. She is either played at or coached at. I don't see any of that stopping with her coming to Mississippi State. I see her continuing to build on the foundation that Coach Vic Schaefer set. I even see her exceeding it. You know what I'm saying? But she's not going to squander a national championship? I agree. I I see her exceeding it. And, man, don't get me talking about that national championship because you know what? That should have been a foul on Itty Bitty. On Itty Bitty. Okay, okay. You know, I am the president of the Itty Bitty tribe, the flock. And they didn't call it fan club, but whatever. But, you know, I, I think that it's a great hire. And I don't expect this train to slow down. I expect the train to go full steam ahead. And the South Carolina robbery just got better. I mean, this is going to be Miyagi versus Daniel type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Teacher versus pupil. You know, so that rivalry in the SEC between Mississippi State and South Carolina, just the fire just got turned up a little hotter. Let's just hope it, 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 it's like the, um, the Blair and Vic rivalry. Let's just hope it's the same kind of deal. I suppose. Uh, Ricardo. <laughs> You got any type of uh, opinion about um, the McCray hire and how does it affect the program, you know, the pedigree that she comes in with? Well, honestly, I believe it's a great hire, man. Like, this, well, I, I want to say if I'm, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but this would, she would be the first black woman to coach basketball at Mississippi State. Am I correct? Of course, it's like what's like the fourth black head coach of anything. I think yeah, that exactly. Had three. Exactly, this is her crew, uh, Ray, and track coach. Now the track coach is the head coach, right? Right this now, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, so, so yeah, this is this is a big. This is this is really big, and I hate that the. It's like 
something good. It's like this is like the sunshine that's surrounding the dark cloud that's surrounding that program right now. So this is like the jump start. This is the kick that it needs. You know what I'm saying? I, I really wanted her out from all along because I've been I've been watching her play since I was a kid. Like like that probably shocked a lot of people me saying it. But I used to watch Tennessee, Mississippi State. Uh, took over we had this discussion off what would have happened had jomo 
had Mother stayed, and I we had not had Jomo. Could we have won eleven games? No. Nope. Went undefeated. I, I think we'd have got close. Yeah, yeah, with that no. defense. So, so maybe Ricardo was like, "Well, you your groceries, your your pantry is full. Why are you leaving that?" And yeah, exactly. Like, then, like, why would you leave a house full of groceries? So why you else to eat? He had he had Vic got he has a young team though. So kind of like what Jericho's saying, he has a young team. So now he's though, and then he has a five, what he got a five star coming in next year. Yeah, he got five. He got five. Huh? I, he, he got four. Five, uh, five he stars, got four or five stars. I'm talking about the five star. I ain't talking about how many recruits he got coming in. I'm talking about their their level, like the star. Yeah, right. yeah, the star. I don't know how many he got, but see, like he got those coming in. You still got young people coming in. So, like she said, when am I gonna leave? Because right now he just started something that looked like if he would have stayed, would have that train would have kept rolling. Man, so, it like, was gonna go. When do, when gonna do go. I get off this train? He would be like, but, if he didn't want to be in state for a long I time, have, you I know, I'm left. He's still at UConn. Exactly. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying, dude. That's the, that's the only energy I'm giving. But think about it. Up, what if this man didn't want to retire from Mississippi State? Come on, now. If he didn't want to retire from Mississippi State, when do you leave then? Like, you, yeah. like that, you, but you kind of say, like, right. probably good. Ariama still okay, but but you you guys are asking questions that has to. You guys are asking questions that can only come from the horse. You can say, okay, so why are they leaving? Why? What? What if he's the type of person who don't like to stay still? He liked to be great, great from here, from here to there to build his his resume. He liked to be had that greatness. Okay, what the UConn coach? Maybe he's just comfortable just sitting back there and you know being what he's doing, what he's doing, having his locally and nationally just known for mm-hmm. being there. That's just two different type of people. Cause me, honestly. I wouldn't want to sit somewhere for 40, 50 years. I mean, I love what I do, but I got to move around. Exactly. Well, have egos. We know that coaches want to prove that they can rebuild a program or they can do it anywhere because once you kind of build a train, it is going to keep moving. So it's not like sure. you're really challenging yourself. Your team's going to be good. And us as fans, I'm right. going to be mad at Vic Schaefer. He left us with a bunch of five stars well, and we bring in the coach with a great I resume. We're going to still be good. Now, Derek, I'm talking. <laughs> oh, I ain't going to say that. Oh. <laughs> Shut me up. Finally, human run-on sentence. Not human run-on sentence, but I was talking, though. So, uh, and I didn't mean to say it that way, but I was. So, my thing is, I would rather him do that. Now, we remember what Coach Cal did a couple years ago when he left Memphis to go to Kentucky. He took all the players with him. All that big talent. They went over there to Kentucky, and they balled out. Now, we, now if Coach Vic had done that, we could be upset. We could love us with a great roster, and now we got a great young coach coming in who might not go nowhere for four or five years. And honestly, she might get more out of the talent than Vic did. So Exactly. I'm exactly. Well, I'm going to say this before Derry say here. In the next Friday, I know this is not a topic, but I wish this is something we should talk about. Who's going to get? Who's going to win out of this out of this coaching hire and out of him leaving there and going to the next? Is Texas going to look better in the long run or in Mississippi State? And all day, every day, to the day they put me in the ground, I'm riding with State. I feel like State going to come out better looking. We got five all stars on the team. That's just logically we got a head start. Ain't so. little reason why they fired the lady that they got now. That lady wasn't no slouch. I mean, but look at saying, wait, that he's saying that. I was just gonna say he's saying that we got a head start, but you gotta understand Texas A and M. They not slacking like that neither. Oh, I thought he went to Texas. Texas and them Texas Longhorns. Yeah, he went to the Longhorns. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Long. I'm sorry. Longhorns. That lady that left, they fired her because she couldn't beat Baylor. Exactly. 
wasn't able to beat South Carolina. Bro, and, and bro, and Derek, this just like that's why I say those two coach them told them that when they left him, him and Mullen Mirror, look at what Mullen did. Mullen, you left Mississippi State. Well, all you had to do was go to a bowl game. That's what they comfortable with there. So now you went to Florida where you they they that's championships a bust. You gotta go beat Georgia. You can't do that. That's why we what was up here cutting his throat. I was like, man, Mullen, I give Mullen three years. If he ain't in the SEC championship game in three years, they gonna do him the same way. So well, you basically that's one thing we do agree on when it comes to Mullen, but yeah, I get you. But that's basically basically Vic did the same thing. You went to Texas, that coach couldn't beat Baylor. Baylor was the big dog, the big sister down in the Big Twelve in that conference. You couldn't beat them because of who they got. That coach is like creme de la creme down there. But the lady they had, because I went back, I went watch women basketball too, not as much as the guy. But when I do kiss, I'm like, this lady can coach. And when I seen they got rid of, her, I'm like, what for what? And then when I said, I was like, oh, she couldn't beat Baylor. That's why. So I'm like, okay, so now you leave Mississippi State where you basically had it. You lost the national championship game two years in a row to, for Ozone Boo Boo, which we should have won them game. And then you want to go here where the expectations are going to be high? Hey, life goes on. May, may, God, may God have his will, whatever happens down there. But I'm riding with Mississippi State from here on out. All right, so uh, the next topic that we were supposed to be taking on is uh, did Coach Johnny Harris deserve a shot? Like, should she have gotten the job? So um, only one person on this podcast knows her personally, so I'm going to hand this over to Miss Jericho. Man, all I got to say is if she really wanted that position, it was hers. Man, I, everything is in man, it's so many different factors. It's so many different things. Well, like I say, y'all, you, everybody want to say, oh, she did this and she did that. Yeah, we know she did that. And she also developed some beautifully made people. Coach Johnny was the go-to. If you wanted something done, go to Coach Johnny. And, and that's from our perspective. Like, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't her, it was Coach Arco. Whoever was there, you was going to go. So, like I say, I, I think I prayed about it. I, I told myself I hope there's no doubtfulness in her heart, even if she did want the job and didn't get it, because she was well-deserving, well-deserving. I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm, I would like, you know, ask her or we ever get, you know, AD on, like, hey, you know, Johnny Harris, because, no, she's never been a head coach. And then, and, um, and I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you. I really don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, this looking at it as an assistant coach, assistant head coach, she is the best person to do it. Right. So, so what if we? I was just going to say, just so what if she was just saying, you know, this is, you know, I'm this is where I'm comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't need all that big, all that big. You know what I'm saying? That big head coach attention. I don't need all that big head coach spotlight when it comes. But this right here is what I'm good at, so I'm gonna ride it out right here. So I, I don't put past it. If that was the mindset too. Right, and then she had been with Vic for, for a long time. Vic depends on her. Um, I think uh, could she have told Vic no? I mean, tell Vic no or get my own squad. You know, so or tell Vic yes or get my own squad. I'm sorry, do that. So, but is it is it is it in stone that she is going to Texas with Vic? She is going to Texas. Is there one that that been reported? I haven't heard. Okay. No, nah, well, I, I, I haven't. I haven't heard any. Of I, that. I saw a site that did say that she's going, but 
you never know. I mean, I, it it would make sense because I mean, it, it's pretty clear that that Coach Vic, uh, you know, relies on her for a lot. Um, they have been together a long time. They have won a lot of games together. So it would be, you know, I you know, I guess normal for her to, to be his top assistant with the Longhorns. Hey, Johnny, uh, you know, I want you here with me. You know what I'm saying? So, and she's from, I think she's from where you from? She's from Arkansas, I think, right? She's from Pine Bluff. Yeah, she is. She's from Pine Bluff. I'm from when? Yeah, so, I came out of North Little Rock. You know, so I would have loved to have seen <laughs> That's different. <laughs> That's different, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me. I gotta go. Let me go get some light. But that's different. I was banging in Laura because she did have a hand in building this team. Just like any great painter, when you're painting a masterpiece, you want to see it to the end. Um, and even though she was not the lead painter, she had a lot of brushstrokes on this project. So neither one of them looks like are going to be able to see the masterpiece um that they were painting and coach McKay Pinson is going to be our Michelangelo now. So let's go. Yeah. I I really just it's just like because she because they were holding hands all the way up through all the achievements, Starkville would have a hold on her. I don't think she will go anywhere. It's just and that's just saying because people with big hearts, they stay where big hearts are. Starkville has the biggest heart for her. So I don't think she'll go anywhere. Um, you know, Coach Johnny, I, I just, it's just, she can't go wrong. It's like she can't do any wrong in my eyes. So whatever she decides to do, I'm always respecting. So even if she was to land over there uh, with the Longhorns, with them, it's just like, you know, I wish you well. Like, I, I want that happiness for you because that's what you deserve. Now, you know, I, no, I wouldn't like to see her go because to have her to have her with um, uh, all the, the coaching staff right now to have another powerful black woman to be the second man. That's that's cold. That is cold. Dealing with a, a group of black ladies, that that's that's a nice combo. So you know, I w- I do wish her well. All right. Uh, let me see. Uh, <clears throat> Bet what you thinking about? Um. Johnny Harrison, should she have gotten a position or, you know, all this jazz? Well, see, I, I think uh, Jerrica touched on what I was saying. Um, we don't know, because, I, I mean, I was the first one to say, hey, Johnny Harris, get it to her. Now, see what I saw. That's the first thing I said when I saw Vic gone. When I was the second thing, I was like, no! That was the first thing I said. The second thing, I was like, well, shoot, Johnny need to stay. They need to do everything they can to keep him. Um, but we don't know Johnny's side. That's the whole thing. Well, Coach Harris, we don't know her side because, like I said, I, the, the the word is she did interview for the job, but how do how we don't know she interviewed and it was like, you know what, I think I'm good, or these terms aren't good, on you know, these terms aren't good. Exactly. So we, we don't know. I mean, we don't know. Um, but like I said, that was my first. I was on all those, all the sites that I'm on, I was one of the first ones on there talking about that. Everybody else was, you know, crying over Vic leaving. I was like, okay, that's done. Let's get right. Yeah. Where's the Where's the next opportunity? Right. right. Where's the gonna, next opportunity? And it was also in the right after the leech thing, and I was like, oh, we got a black lady at the house. Perfect timing. Let's get it. Um, 
and with that being, you know, with that being said, with Johnny, you know, I'm still glad that we got a uh, a sister to come in and um, be the head coach. But again, I was all for Coach Harris, man, because like I think, man, personally from what I'm seeing, any center that we had came on campus couldn't chew and um chew what they say chew gum and walk at the same time, and every last one of them and they left. I was, I mean, um, what what's our girl name? The one from um Africa. Can't wait. Chin Wei, he was like, oh, oh, you look at Chin Wei, like, oh, oh, God, we got Chin Wei. But then when she got on the court, you was like, man, what in the world is this? But you got to think about it. She was, um, she was a, a big factor in us getting to the first Final Four. Um, you know, um, Big T ended up being the starter over her at the end, but she played a lot of minutes. And so, like, who you say? dude, it, what's that now? I said, who you saying? Uh, I say when we got to the Final Four. Um, I said Chenway was uh, I think T was starting over Chenway by that time. And uh because Chenway was starting at first. You ain't talking about Tierra, are you? Yeah. No, nah, I ain't never played with T uh no, 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 I ain't talking about I ain't talking about you playing with her. No, no, I'm saying when um when they got to the final four. Oh yeah, because she started putting them the uh the time in. Yeah, you right. Yeah, Tierra you know, but then but Chenway was still getting those minutes. Right, and you when she first started at state, you were like, "Oh man, Chin, I don't know about this Chinway girl." But then by the end, you was like, you were comfortable when she was on the floor because you know you're gonna get quality minutes. Let Tierra get some rest and chill, and so it just and even Tierra was like, "Man, six seven, yeah," but uh, you know. And then next thing you know, all American all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and all that credit, you know, proud publicly has gone to Coach Harris. I mean, so I mean, uh, with us being out here, every everybody that's written about it, talked about it, anything says, "Hey, she's the one responsible for all these big girls doing their thing on the court." So you know, she can coach. I mean, that's off the top. And then, like Jerrica just said, she, I mean, all of us assume that the girls loved her and they respect her. But, but this young lady just said, if John Coach Harris wasn't here, she would have transferred. So you know, she had those relationships. So that was my thing. She had the relationships. African American um, can coach, man. Gonna keep the team together because she already got the relationship, so we know the team gonna still be there. So I was a thousand percent with it. So yeah. uh, all that being said, I was with it, but I ain't mad at the hire. I guess maybe a real question is like, should Coach McCray try to keep uh, keep on because with Jessica Carter, Sydney Cooks, we got a, young, a lot of young bigs. So you would think like, would it be a good idea maybe try to keep on if? We can steal it away with a little extra money. Why not? Well, well you, now you got to – it's quite hard to say that because you got to look at coaching styles now. Um, if if the coaching style don't agree, it's going to be hard to interact with your assistant head coach because y'all got to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. So that's that goes with that. Well, I mean, if, if it – but I mean, that, that comes through, I guess, through interview process. I mean, you can't get that through, you know, probably one interview you wouldn't know. But you've been scouting, you've been scouting this team for years. Yeah, no, I'm you, saying so. She would, I mean, but maybe, like I said, but I, I agree with your point. But at the same time, maybe what what if she sees her and they, if she knows Coach Harris and she knows that they can click, then it'd be good. I'm gonna say that. I have a I have a, a, a interjection to make. So, what keeping Coach Harris kind of be? What should be the Tony Hughes of the women's basketball team? Because when Mike Leach came. You know, and everybody was saying, we got to keep Coach Hughes because he is vital to recruiting. He's vital to keeping this team together. 
So would you look at her in that same aspect as Tony Hughes for the football team? I think because I think she's a bigger presence than what Coach Hughes is. Coach Hughes is a good – he's considered like a good guy when it comes to recruiting and building a relationship, but I don't think anybody holds him in that high esteem as a developer or talent or like that caliber of coach. It seems like Coach Harris is – a person who potentially could be a head coach. I don't think anybody views Coach Hughes like that. We see what happened at J-State. I'm just saying he's not exactly. viewed. And I think just from everything I'm hearing, I think it sounds like it's a little difference in that regard. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. But I'm going <laughs> to go to Ricardo and ask him what he think about um Make sense of it? <laughs> yeah. What is Ricardo to make sense of all this? Man, y'all here, man. But yeah, I agree with everybody, man. I feel like honestly, they should try to keep her around. If if it's somebody like that, you always is it like in basketball, you need that glue guy or that or that glue glue lady that pretty much pleases the team together and keeps everybody grounded. And you need to keep that's the type of coach you need to keep around because those relationships are important when it comes to recruiting and all of that. Because you got people that that's in programs that been recruiting a lot of these girls since they was seven, eight, ninth grade. And they didn't have relationships with them from AAU and all of that. Right. You're going to keep that, keep that, that tunnel, keep that pipeline, keep coming. That's somebody you want to keep. Like I'm all for it, hundred thousand percent for it. And that's some if whatever it takes, Cohen or whoever writes the checks up there, he need to be asking how many zeros you need to put on that job for. Hey Ricardo, uh, what you just said, yeah. maybe think about something. Maybe mm -hmm. she already has one of those. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say that too, but I wanted them to finish the talking. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry cuz I I would have forgot. I'm old. I would have forgot. But <laughs> um, oh, like you said, that's a great point Ricardo, but I'm thinking, hey shoot. She might already have that that right-hand man or woman that she feels that that's that kind of person. So she that, that might be a factor too. True. And I agree with you, Fed, but I'm going to get I'm going to shoot you a saying that my dad always tell me, man. Two head better than one. Yeah, but you don't want players to be like, man, going up to Coach Harris, like, man, Coach McCray be tripping. Like, you don't, I don't know if you want that. Like, I mean, uh, but I doubt, but I doubt listen, listen, go ahead, go ahead, go I, ahead. I don't, I don't know if you, I mean, you know, I apologize if I fail you, but I don't know if you've ever played a sport, but if you oh, don't have. Oh, oh, oh. I'm he, just no, I'm just saying. Listen, oh, I know you guys are sports guys. Has. I know, listen, listen, listen. I know, no, I, I, I say I apologize. <laughs> But this, but everybody knows, everybody knows that's been on the team. You got players who go to certain coaches. You got players who say stuff to certain coaches about certain, you got that, that's normal. So if I'm on the team right now, of course I'm gonna go to Coach Harris okay. and say, man, I don't like none that, I don't like none she's doing. That's because you, she's taking me out of my comfort zone and I don't like that. Don't nobody like to be taken out of their comfort zone. Hmm. Some truth bomb dropping up in here. Well, you know, <laughs> the thing is that it's funny that you should mention if he ever plays sports or not. You will be pleased to know that he is a renowned pickup basketball player, and he actually played for Kosciuszko Middle School. So, um, <laughs> man, his words not ours. His words not ours. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't exactly say that. See, I'm he, not even going. I'm not going to go there. He is. He is. He is an authority. Talking about me or somebody else. He is. He is an authority on this issue. Okay. Like, no disrespect. We know that you play for state or whatever, but you know. No, you, no, and I will never. I will never. You know a thing or two. Anybody. Also. No. <laughs> yeah. 
pick up basketball. Hold a card. For the record, he said this himself. We're not ribbing on him just to be ribbing. He said this himself. He opened right. the door for us to clown on him for the rest of life. Open. All right. So I think that we we ready for our next topic. Okay. So is Coach going to help us get over the hump, a.k.a. stop getting our ass whooped by South Carolina every year? <laughs> because if you ask me, um, Coach Schaefer left because he didn't want that smoke from um, Dawn Staley no more. Like, she was – she owned that dude. Like, and so, yeah, he going to ba- he going to Texas or whatever, and, yeah, he going to have to deal with Baylor. But he's actually beat um, the Baylor coach once. But Dawn Staley, Jesus Christ, even when they was having a rebuilding year, like, we beat them by, like, three points or something. Like, they're like, bruh. The year we won the SEC. Yeah, like bro, we barely beat them. It was the year. It was the year after uh, Asia left. It's the year we went undefeated. (laughs) Right, and you know, and then when we played them in the national championship, I was like, okay, well, you know, because they had Atlanta Coates, you know, tall, athletic center, and then they had Asia Wilson, tall, athletic, uh, power forward, and when Atlanta Coates got hurt. I was like, oh, okay, you know, we straight now because, you know, both of them would team up on Tierra McGowan and, you know, contain her. So it's only one of them. Now we ought to be straight shit. <laughs> Every time we played them, the score was worse than the last time. <laughs> then we got to the national championship game and itty bitty, they tried, why they took her out of the game? I'm like, she was fucking crying on the court. Man, what? <laughs> Everybody act like they don't remember that. They're like, why you take out the game? Oh, like she was crying. She hurt, man. She hurting right now. Yeah, I, like she was crying taking the hurt, ball man. up the court. So, all right. So, Jerrica, you are guest. You are guest. Do you think that we are finally going to get over the hump? Because the thing is, I feel as though our team has talent. And I feel as though that coach, um, you know, coach, that Vic could coach. But my issue was that I felt as though that, well, I've always said that I felt like the girls on the team were more worried about getting on some beautiful ballers than they were about, you know, kind of having a certain amount. I felt as though that they lacked a certain amount of metal and that when things got hard, they kind of froze up a little bit, especially Kendrick Cousin. But, yeah, um, do you think that he's going to – do you think that she's going to be uh, able to – what? I cut it. I cut it short. I cut it short. <laughs> Come on, man. We know that your she doesn't you know, agree. She doesn't agree at all. She does man. not agree. Look, man. We know that your cousin used to end up on milk cartons and big games. Like if, <laughs> if we if we was playing <laughs> no, no, against man. like if we were playing like shout out to my shooter. We ain't going shout to that. My shooter. Hey, my look, man. My cousin. Over 40% from three. Yeah. Ooh. Can't be a, that's because they, they moved to the power forward so she wouldn't have a ball in her hand so much. But anyway. Regardless of what they did, she was 40% from three. Look, man, we already know that your cousin, like, we were playing Here's against the goat. Hush. If we were playing against Northwest Louisiana, oh, boy, here she, was good. she was good for 40 and 10. But if we were playing against South Carolina, you'd be like, well, goddamn, it's, 
Is Tori even still on the team? Goat, oh. man, goat, man. That's not, man. That's oh, not. We, we know who the goat is, and that's Latoya Thomas. GV will represent. So, um, <laughs> had way more points than she didn't have to do all that volume. One and two. One and two. Right, hey, don't ask her a question. Okay. Do you think <laughs> that Coach McCray is going to be able to get us over the hump and beat South Carolina on a semi-consistent basis? <laughs> that looked like a barely. Baby? baby no, what, baby I'm think, what I'm thinking about is, what I'm thinking about is. Barely? Yeah. It's like a 60-40. It's like I'm like right there. So it's like, yeah, I feel like she's going to do that because over the years, competition is going to decrease. Some are going to have these. Some are going to have those. And I, so I do feel like there is going to be a point where she she beats them in that, mo- that, that confidence builds. But I also think if she doesn't, it's going to surely feel like it. So, like, although, like, you know, every time we, we oh, oh, dang, we almost had them. Almost had them. It's just like a sad situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, that loss, it really hurts because it's sad. You worked so hard to get there. But I feel like in this case, the girl's going to have so much fun with her trying to get there that it's nothing that they're not going to do to win that game. And if they lose at that moment, any, like, you, you are going to really say, that's the greatest Mississippi team ever. That's the greatest Mississippi State team ever that you that's the greatest thing you've ever seen in your life in Mississippi State. Because there's gonna be so much passion out there. Alright. All right. Oh crap, I muted you by mistake. All right, uh Jeremiah, same question. Do you think that Coach McCrae is gonna be able to get us over that South Carolina hump? Because they got us shook right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. I think potentially the only thing that kind of gives me pause is the fact that could it be where she Tries to beat big, big sister when they play them. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that you said? This is a situation where she tries to beat big sister. Oh, okay. Because at first it sounded like you said something else, but all right. <laughs> okay. Um, well, she tries to beat big sister, or could it be like a Venus Serena situation where they don't go as hard against each other? One of them, she might not play as well, or have the coach as well, because she's going against. What's up with the. Yeah. You really see Don Staley? What the freak? Right. No, I'm not saying Don Staley. I'm talking about Nikki McCray. No, Don Staley's a killer. So she's I gonna go. For, she's gonna go I Jordan on her. But, but <laughs> who's to say that we don't know yet? So we can say, yeah, I know she's gonna be competitive. We don't know that she might get there and be shook. She coached on her for ten years, not like one or two. So she probably looks at her like a mentor. So going up against her, she might not coach as hard. So we can say, oh yeah, I know she's gonna go hard. She's gonna try to but, beat her. But but what if going against her triggers everything she's been taught? So the same mm-hmm. moves that Coach Staley is making, she countered him. She coming back second to two times harder. So mm-hmm. you got to look at it like that, too, because they got the same mentality. So mm-hmm. the, same, the same little sneaky things you think you're going to get away with other teams, nah, that's, that's cutthroat. Like, we already know what's coming. That's true, and she probably know the things she tries to do to get in people's head. And she's a – that's the difference probably her, obviously her and Big Schaefer. She played the game. She played it at a very high level. So she going to go at it that way. She's a competitive athlete. They ain't saying that Big Schaefer isn't competitive. But, I mean, it's different when somebody was a high-level athlete and when – I know I was just reading Magic Johnson and – oops, I didn't realize my battery's low. Uh, 
Magic Johnson and Larry Bird's book, and they talked about how both of them, when they went against each other, they'd be up at night watching film, doing everything. Everything they thought about was to beat that person. And I wouldn't be surprised, I guess we'll see next year, if McCray, if that's her mindset, everything is about being South Carolina. Obviously, that's our bubble right now. We would have national championships if it wasn't for South Carolina. So everything got to be about that. So I want to see if our mindset is going to be like that. Yeah, you and you can you can almost you can almost go ahead and say that's true because I look at it when Coach Schaefer came to us, all our mindset was to beat Texas A and M. Like nobody else cared. It's Texas A and M. And I'm not saying that they put less effort into any other game, uh, you know, other than Texas A and M. But when that came when that game time, hey, it was over. Ain't no ain't no laughing, ain't no smiling, none of that. Like get your get your mind right, you know what I'm saying? So even if she comes in with that mentality that like that's I already expect that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Derek, what do you got uh, to say on the subject of do you think that we will finally be able to get over the hump against South Carolina? Yes, I do. I, I feel like um, she wants to be done. I don't think she's not. I, I'm, I'm going to have to go against the grain with Jeremiah said. I think she's going to, like you said, treat that like Maddie Johnson and Larry Bird. She knows Don Staley's tactics. Don Staley knows her tactics. So it's going to be like, what can I do? to one up done to where she don't she ain't gonna be see me coming. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's gonna be, oh, she's gonna be intimidated by coaching against Don Staley. You gotta realize this is a woman who who played on the past summit, one of the most intense women basketball coaches in history. Then she played in overseas. Then she played in the WNBA. Then she played on the Olympic team. You know what I'm saying? So this isn't someone who's going to say, well you're my mentor. I have to bow my head to you. Hell to the no. She's because because what does what does South Carolina and definitely keep the winning streak going against the old Miss Rebels or Rebels <laughs> or Sharks or Bears or whatever they want to call themselves in this day and age. All righty. <laughs> so um, let's go to let's go to Coach Vibs. So Coach Vibs. How do you feel about us finally getting over the hump against South Carolina? Whether you think that she go uh, get passive against her old sensei, or do you think that she going for the juggler? Going for that dope. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Because I mean, first I mean because you gotta think about oh, it. She coached, she coached under her for that long. She kept her for a reason because head coaches, five season coaches. She stayed on her for that long for a reason. Now she's old. I mean, over old dominion. Y'all see how she flipped that record? Then I read somewhere that she was a defensive uh, person. Um, I, I'm hoping that's a coaching style as well. But I read somewhere that that she's like she's a big defensive person. I think they said coaching wise too. She's all about that defense. And you know, Vic builds his team around defense, so she probably already has what she wants. In house, and that could be a reason why she was like, "Yeah, let me get this team about you, cuz." So um, hopefully, you know, she has what she wants. The um, players coming in, and then shoot, maybe she can flip a recruiter too. You know, before I don't know how it works with signing with um, women's basketball. Like if they've already signed already, um, but I mean, I, I, they probably have since seeing this. What what we in April, late mm-hmm. April. Um, so they probably already signed. It's time to go to school now, really. So, but basketball team, but. <laughs> Yeah, but the next year, I mean, it, it's no telling what she can bring in now. Um, and then all, all she has to do is, what, what, win a, a 20-something games next year? 
Uh, because, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like, I mean, just being honest, I, I feel like the team overachieved this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really do. I mean, because, I, I mean, our go-to player was what? Jordan, not Rakeel, really. But Jordan Danbury was our go-to person. Like, that's who was looking to to lead this team. You know, um, and I, I always felt she was like a role player anyway. And then, um, you know, so I think we overachieved big time this year. Um, so if we got the, and these young players that came in, if she – let me tell you this. Okay, let me say this. What's, what's her name? Coach McCray. Matharu can play ball. <laughs> on the courts. Yeah. Leave for her, she, for leave real. her on the freaking court. And see, that's, I think, and see, I'm, okay, I can say this now, right? Bibi, she played, what, like 10 minutes a game? She should have been playing, like. Well, she gone, man. <laughs> I she mean, was playing like, more than 10 minutes a game. She should have been on a bench. No, I'm saying, like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. This year, it was bad. It was bad this year, I mean, regardless of what, you know. And I and I, everything in me says he wanted to be loyal. I don't know what it was because somebody was talking about Wiggins. Wiggins, when she was in, she was great. Um, Atharu was a fool on the court. I, I don't care if she was 5'1". She was a fool. I mean, she grabbing rebounds, steals. I mean, she's doing it all at, at she got this tall. So if she's getting a job done, leave on the court, dog. I don't, you know, as people say, if he's on the court for her defense. <laughs> But they was like in in those groups right there. They're like leave her on the um. She's on the court for her defense. I'm like, are you serious? People are like literally what defense? No, literally run around her, look at her face, wave, and then run back around her again. Like what defense? They're trying to make excuses for her. Her defense was not there. Her shooting was way off. I don't know. I mean, it could have been the knee. I think that her injury was more legit than the Stevens injury. Everybody used that. Oh, he's hurt. He's hurt. No, nah, he was trash. I th- it's because, you know, uh. <laughs> well, I mean, it is what it is. Now, as far as Bibby goes, role player, um, like the, her previous years, she come in, she do her role. You shoot it up. To, she, she nailed hey, it. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I cut you off real quick? Just one second. Hit it. Okay. And this is, and I and I thought about it because when you when you calling out your role players, think about the coaches who saying that's all you gotta do, and then that sticks in your head, and you if you don't use it, you lose it. So I've seen that happen. So what if Coach McCray she comes in and she exposes those players for the the actual good that they can do and develops them to the place they need to be, and then now you got a whole another dynamic. Because I that because he was the coach that this is what you do. If you do something differently, you finna come sit down by me, do it. That's what I said. And that's because so many players I've been limited for what they can actually do. So you put them out there in a the pickup game, you'll be like, dang, give me her. You put her out there in the SEC game, you like, bro, no, don't, you know what I'm sub. So if she if they if she exposes those kids for what they really can do, it's gonna be something crazy. Yeah, I believe. But see, baby gone, so we're good on that. Um, yeah, I'm just saying the current. I'm just saying <laughs> because it's, it's, it's a few though? current. It's a few current that you know some people may be iffy on. What about who, Derek? Maya Taylor. 
I feel like she was one of the ones who got stuck, who got sucked in that hole that this is all you can do. And you and you lose, and if you don't use it, you lose it. That's how I feel about her. Yeah, well, yeah, but the game that game though. That one game, she took that game over. Yeah, that one you know game. And then and on and on that game, you saying, okay, that's the that's the Maya Taylor. That's the Maya Taylor I've been waiting for. Right well, at that game, and that's because you sometimes you get out of that, you get out of it, and you you in your zone now. Because I've been following her since she was a junior in high school. Well, but well, Derek, it just hasn't translated into Maroon and White. To but like she said, maybe maybe the coaches handcuffed it though. Well, you know that's what, that's what I've been saying the whole time. I said that I believe that Coach Schaefer cannot coach talent. That he wants his point guards to go out there and you know they distribute the ball. They don't really take shots or anything like that. Man, and, what you better go on out and you feel like you know what you're talking about. It's I mean, about truth. I mean, look at look at it, it, it the green light though. That's what I'm about to say now. But she didn't really do a lot, a lot of scoring. But like that game against Baylor where she went off for like forty something points. And that's my thing with Aaliyah Matharu also is that I'm like, well. She's explosive on offense. She'll go to the hole. And on defense, she's really active. But at the same time, like, she had some problems with fouling. But I think there's some fouls of tic-tac, but it's neither here nor there. So I'm like, bro, how is she ever going to get a rhythm? And she go – and that South Carolina game was shameful. Like, how is she going to go out there and what she scored, like, 12 points in three minutes or something like then that? Then get back on the floor. Out. And, then, and then see it again, man. Woo. Yeah, you saw it again. Yeah, he that put hurt. her in. He put her in at the dead end of the game, so that she could um throw an errant pass that made us lose. Because she had the strongest arm. Man, hey, it's sad, man. It's real sad. That game hurt right there. <laughs> right. That game yeah. hurt. Yeah. So I'm like, see, he did Wiggins like that one game. Who is that? Um, I said he did Wiggins like that one time. She came mm-hmm. in. As a matter of fact, I was cooking, I believe. And the game was on. I heard, oh, Wiggins. And the, the commentator was like, man, Wiggins is going. Next thing you know, you hear that horn. Uh, and all of a sudden, she got the game. And I'm like, like, where did she go? Oh, I, 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 I don't get it. I coach football and, and baseball. I don't know. <laughs> yes. And what you drinking over there, Kendrick? Uh, uh. <laughs> I thought you could pull out some. Alcohol or something. I say you ain't got nothing in there. It's VH Splash. I'm talking around with VH Splash. You just drink that regular. All right, so um, (laughs) all right, so did we get around to talking to uh, uh, what his name is? Ricardo. You haven't talked to self for Ricardo. Ricardo, you got any thoughts on uh, Coach McCray getting us over the hump against South Cackalacky? I hope she do. That's all I could do with hope. I believe she can. All right, I'm going to need you to talk for a few seconds because I'm about to go get myself a beverage also. Oh, okay. Well, do your thing. <laughs> um, I just I hope she does. Uh, she has uh, experience in uh, playing against big teams and having big wins against uh, top-notch programs in the NCAA because of coaching at Old Dominion. I hope that she does everything and doesn't uh, fold up a bill in, in the lamest terms against those big teams like uh, Mullen did uh, in football. I just hope she is enough reporter to play the right players when it's time to play, when in, when they need to be played, and everything like that. I just that's that's the only thing I just hope. I just hey, you're, you're right, though, because I mean, I'm, like I've said, um, 
Jerrica, like I told, like I told y'all, y'all just found this out. Like she was one of my, my, my favorite until somebody else came, but she was my favorite bulldog. But soon as like when you know in that Schaefer era, it's like where is where like where she at? Where she at? Where she at? And it was it was crushing to watch because you're like, dude, she. I mean, because the reason why I liked you so much because you were very solid. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about. It. She was like she. You was very comfortable. When Jericho's on the floor, you comfortable. Whew. All right, we're good. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how I felt as a fan. Your senior year, though, right? You said what? I, I did. You did? You said you did? I didn't. You started almost every game your senior year, though, right? Yeah, my senior, my senior year. Yeah. Because your, your sophomore year, I think you would start like 11 games, which you played in all of them. And in, in the junior year, was that Vic's first year? Uh, no, my sophomore year. Your sophomore, okay. So then you didn't start a whole lot, but you played. And then your senior year is when, you know, he put the ball in your hands, and then you were the what, starting point guard, right? Right. Okay. So. But he still took the ball out of hands too, Doug, on it. No, with you, I'm, saying what was, I'm saying what was your question. I, I missed it. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, like, you know, like, because I remember when you played, and I was like, you know, Jericho, because I'm a huge Lady Bulldog fan. So, you know, like, having you on and just, you know, you talking about your career or whatever, they want to go research and just, you know, just kind of get a grasp on, you know, where you where you are I as far that. as playing Big State fan, Sharon, fan of notes. No, I was just, I was just saying because, like you said, once they got there, my starting started decreasing. It was decreasing, so it was like I like I say, when you get a new coach, you got to work yourself all the way back up again. And then there's that difference between love and light, and that that comes into a play. So by my senior year, you done brought in all these younger girls. Uh, they some good, some great players coming in, and you know the talent is there, but they ain't got no experience. So yeah, my senior year, you gonna run me as much as you can because like like Kendrick said, you know when Jericho out there, it's cal- it's cool, calm, collected. But when you got them young, quick, motive, you know, them young girls that's just up and down, you know what I'm saying? You can't control that right off the bat. So that's why it started increasing a little more. I, I can't say that I was just out there just better than anybody because if you if you ask me, I think Morgan is she at that because she came in as a better scorer because that's what she was doing in high school. In high school, she was putting up 20 points. You know what I'm saying? She was doing that in high school. So that's what she was now known for, which is me. I was known for making sure everything was together. Putting, putting stuff together. So, you of course, you're going to take that before. But I was just trying to clear that up because I didn't understand what you was getting at with that. I also didn't like, I'm going to say this. I also didn't like one of my other, I did really, really like this one. Kendra Grant was one of my top girls. And she went from, like, now, I know for a fact, she went from starter to down there. Hey, I'll get you in a minute. Hold on. So... Would you like cut some hair? To cut some hair? Mm-hmm. Who, Kendrick Grant cutting hair now? I mean, you been cutting hair. You just cut my hair. What are you talking about? No, I tried the person you were talking to in the background. No, I was, oh, Lord. See, drink you drink. doing that now, Oh, my God. That <laughs> flew over your head. <laughs> Listen, but it was games. There were games when, Ken, when we were struggling, Kendrick came in and lit a fire under the team. Am I right or wrong? You you are absolutely correct. 
she would come off that bench and it's like, oh my God. And like, even around me, like, dude, leave the girl in the game. And the next thing you know, here she go back to the bench. And you, I'm like, dude, what, what are we doing? And Kendrick, is it, Kendrick. was it, was it, huh? There's the difference between like and love. Kendra came in with me under Coach Fanny. Right. She was not his recruit. Right. So you got Kendra out there, which we know, man, this girl can shoot anybody lights out. Yep. But Big Schaefer or Coach Schaefer, I'm not disrespectful. Coach Schaefer brought in VV, Queen V. So of course her time is going to demolish because they fighting at the same spot. You know what I'm saying? So we like, that's the difference right there. Now I give it to them both. They're great. I love my teammates. But when you fighting, who you coming for? Hey, the best shooter. And numbers don't lie. We going with numbers. I'm going to ask you as a former player, how did that, that you did go through a coaching change? We always hear about, like with the men's basketball team, we heard about when Coach Holland came in and there was the Rick Ray guys and Malik Newman when he came along and there was like a thing there. So how does that really happen on the team when you're mixing all these news player, players? We know Victoria Vivian was a star player, but how does – what happens there when you got the players who were under Fanning, Fanning Otis, and then you get the Schaefer recruits? How does the team mix when you got those Fanning people and then you got those Schaefer people? Yeah, honestly, that's where I think, God, that Mississippi was small because – Start, well, I'm going to say Starkville. Starkville was small because you ain't got no choice but to sit there and look in your teammate face all day. So there was never any bad blood. We got to know each other. We From the jump, we loved each other. So when we was going at it, going at it on, in practices and physically, you know what I'm saying, head to head, it was no love lost because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, that's my sister. But on the other, on the other side, if you did have some envy feelings in you, then that's when your confidence is gone. And that's when you now that's when you start, you know what I'm saying, to kind of diminish. And you know, it shows and now you ain't getting that many minutes. And now you become a bench player. So that's just how that happens. And I feel like that's for any team. Now you take it to a, a bigger city, a, a bigger school, big, bigger in a, environment, they probably fighting every day because they don't get that quality time like we like we got the privilege of of being somewhere that doesn't have them then didn't have a lot going on. Do you think the new coach sometimes is a bit more complimentary of their players sometimes when they come in than, like, the former players? They might get on y'all because you're not – you don't fit their mold. So you think – I'm not saying Coach Schaefer was that way, but do you think maybe they could be a bit more complimentary of their players? Yeah, of, of, of course. Just like um, if you if you came in and spoke and you got somebody and you brought somebody with you, who is going to always be your demonstrator? Your demonstrator. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 go. That's just gonna be it. That's anywhere. If you're the demonstrator, what you're doing, you get more reps, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody else just watching. Right. All right. So um, we're running into the uh, Jesus Christ. How long this go go on phase? So I'm gonna go ahead and head to the uh, men's basketball. So that's pretty a much wrap up. Pretty much the whole team is gone. So, well, what is we gonna do? Listen, listen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make my departure and get finish my evening out because I don't know nothing about you men's sport. Unlike you guys, I don't fool with you guys. So, I'm gonna go ahead and exit. But hey, wait, wait, wait before you leave, Miss James. What's you up? Come back on a, from the dog's mouth. Real talk. 
I mean, I'm I'm available. I'll, Kendrick knows how to reach me. Um, just let yeah. me know. Give me give me a little a little a little preparation time next time. Maybe I would have came on here. And been oh yeah, the, come on, man. The front, just of mouth, the front of Dollar's mouth is our interview segment. We focus strictly on the former Bulldog athlete, and I mean, you have a perspective that we could talk about all damn day. Cool. Yeah. So. I figured out, like, well, you know, she know basketball, so eh, I don't know, but oh, bother. So, yeah, what is we going to do about the fact that apparently we don't even have a men's team no more? So, um, I'm going to start <laughs> this one out with what, huh? I'm going to start this one out with uh, my close personal friend, Jeremy Short. <laughs> Jeremiah Short, Jay Short, <laughs> in the sports media. But, uh, did we lose another person? Oh man, Ricardo's left. I'm so sad. But uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what we're doing. Honestly, I'm kind of just watching. I'm like, does he have a plan? You've lost what three or four, five players to transfer. I mean, you can't do anything about guys going pro. Those are good players. They went pro. I don't know about what's going on. Was uh, that don't make a lot of sense. Anyway, his brother say that he coming to finish the job. I'm like, bro, please go somewhere that ain't Mississippi State. I'm just like, we really have, what, seven, eight players? We just got another guy who's not a high-level player. I'm kind of wondering what he's doing. Like, is he just going to try to fill the team with graduate transfers? I, I don't know what he's doing. Like, I really – I don't know. I kind of – I'm wondering about it. Like, obviously, the team ain't going to be any good next year. I don't – unless he pull become Larry Brown overnight, there's no way – who do we have on the team next year that's a true impact player? Like, I just – Stewart? The fr- he was a freshman, but he was pretty decent. Oh, sure. DJ DJ Stewart. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sure, but uh, I think he'll, I think he'll be. Somebody <laughs> so, I'm we'll trying see. to figure out why Derek got his freaking camera off, man. You seen it? Yeah, everybody turned their camera off. I'm like, what man, the hell? You turn your camera off too? My camera been off. Yeah, I turned mine off when I um. Got up and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering what he's doing. I'm like, he's the coach, so we'll see what he got planned. But it kind of worries me that most of our team. My thing is, you know, you got guys that are going pro. Why would you let two freshmen transfer? I mean, it's not always your choice as a coach, but someone tells me you would try to convince them to stay just to fill your roster out. So I, I don't know. It might be another Schaefer. Might be something deeper. I mean, because you got to look at it. We're looking at. What you had, now you have, what, three starters gone. Mm-hmm. All right. You had one to graduate. Then I looked at the roster. You had two <coughs> seniors on the bench. Oh, okay. Two seniors on the bench. Then you had, what, five, two, three, four. You had five to transfer. That's 11 guys. I mean, how many off a ro- I mean, how many is on the roster? So it it might be some deeper. I mean, I've never heard of five dudes transferring before. Yeah. Like that, that's that's unheard of. That's unprecedented. And then like I say, you got the two that's going to the draft, understandable. Hey, go try to make that money while your name out. Um, but y'all know how I feel about one of them. You know. <laughs> but um He's your kind of hero. Hey, go make that bread though. Look, I, I ain't mad at him at all though. You know what I'm saying? I, I if if the people say he good, if they draft him and pay him that money, I'm happy. I'm happy as anybody else. But you know, you know, you got those, and then like you say, your boy going. Apparently, he's going go overseas or something. Cause I know the NBA is not calling him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, 
He can, he, I mean, he can go play for. all uh, touching the on that, right? He can go play for uh, what's his name, team, the Miller Ball team. Who? He can go play for the Miller Ball team. Oh, yeah, team me on. Man, but see, like I said, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I, 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 I'm up and I'm iffy with following the men's um, team. Um, I don't think I've really followed them since I was in school. You know, I, I've, I, you know, I've kept up with them, but like I say, not like the girls. You know, I used to go to the girls' game when it was like five people in the stands. So, um, but um, it, it, it's something going on. Has to be five guys dipping. And then, like you say, a guy that's uh, that's going to his senior year that's not ready for anybody's league leaving, mm-hmm. uh, something something popping off. Yeah, like you gotta. I don't see how John Cohen, as the athletic director, allows this to happen. We're not going. Are we going to even be field a competitive basketball team next year? You're going to have possibly Quentin Post starting with Abdul Abdul, DJ Stewart, obviously. Whoa, 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 whoa. Abdul Adu still have freaking eligibility left. <laughs> I think so. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quentin Post will not be starting. The starting who, 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 who's gonna start over him? Like we don't have but seven players. Watch. Who's gonna start over him? Tulu. Tulu Smith, the transfer from Western Kentucky. See. <laughs> I, I don't even know who these dudes is no more, man. That's the point. I feel like that ludicrous song, Who Let These Holes in My Room? What? Oh, my God. I mean, Molinar's still there. So, I mean, he was he was good when he got to playing time. Who? Iverson Molinar. You know, you, you, know, you, know you know we back to Rick Ray era, right? <laughs> so, hey. should we fire Ben Howland? Did yeah, she say like, who, that? Who let Did these she say that? I am so looking room. forward to it. I ain't going to lie. Looking forward to what? Because, but see, we were supposed to have been in the Sweet 16 by now. Well, that's what I was saying. You know, the man has had a good run. He's He has a winning record overall, but a losing record in the SEC. So is it time to make a move and fire Ben Howland? Because he has not taken us to the next phase as far as being dominant in the SEC. He's won a lot of games, but he has a losing record. Even the year we went to the tournament, they acted like they didn't really want to go. Shouldn't have, I mean, not, not, no team he's produced or put out on that floor deserves to go to a tournament. Damn, this year, to be told, probably was good enough to go. He just couldn't yeah, get it together. We got to the tournament. We got put out in the first round. You know what I'm saying? By a team we should not have lost to. <laughs> By liberty, 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 Man, liberty. You know what? Liberty, <laughs> liberty. <laughs> Liberty Bibbity. <laughs> but all these fans had to hear their mouth. But it's kind of like, I mean, oh, like Stan, Stanberry went to the second round once, I think. But like, we won SC championships, SC tournaments, all that stuff. But I mean, th- those don't really matter. And so they got rid of him, and this dude ain't one Jack Squat. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember that day that Coach Stansberry got fired. I still remember that day. Man, I was so glad. No, I, I wasn't at the time. I remember a person got mad at me, told me I was a horrible human being because I told him it was one of the best days of my life outside of graduating college. Wow. <laughs> I've been wanting to happen for like years. I wanted him to get fired for years, but whatever. Yeah, I was told I was a horrible person because I was glad he got fired, but whatever. Anyway, maybe I should never put that on wax. <laughs> wax. Oh, well. <laughs> Okay, what else we got to talk about? Uh, shoot. 
That's about it. I really want to be done with this. So I'm just going to end this bullshit right here. Now we got so much content, man. We should be good for the whole week. Something like that. All right. So uh, I guess this brings us to the end of this episode of the Black Dog Sportscast. Uh, I'm going to do like I do every week, and I'm going to get the final thoughts of the guys before we leave out. So, uh, Derek, what are your parting thoughts for this episode? Get behind Coach Nikki mcrae Pinson. She needs our support to keep the train running. Who All right, bad boy. Oh, you see him talking? They say, get on the board with her hire. Right. Exactly, because there's a lot of fans that are tripping, tripping already. All right, Kendrick, what are your parting words for this episode? I'm going to stay in that same aspect, uh, that same that same lane. Um, I hope this woman has every bit of Don Staley pouring out of every pore of her being. I want that same coach to come to Starkville and just turn this thing out, son. Because um, you got people that don't like Don for whatever reason, I don't know. But she she's turning out to be the one of the best in the in the um, in college basketball. Period. Um, I'm hoping um, your boy Mike got his head right and go ahead and win us those ten games this year. Uh, I see it coming. Keep your eyes in your head, AJ. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get these ten wins, dog. But uh, shout out to Mars Point Football. We back, baby. All right. All right. Oh, okay. All right, uh, Jeremiah, go ahead and give us your part and shots for this episode. Uh, it was just fun talking sports, talking to Mike Leach, uh, interview with the guys and gals, guys and gals tonight. Um, so that was fun. Um, I just want to tell everybody, especially those in the Black Dogs Matter group, to check us out, share, subscribe to the YouTube page, you know, so we can book and we can ask the tough questions. All right, bad boy. So, um, I'm going to finish this episode out by saying, um, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, blame it on me, say it's my fault, say that I left you in something. I can't remember the name of the rest of the words. Okay. I really don't care. I ain't crying no more. Yeah, that's, I don't know. What is that? Trisette Michelle? I don't yes, know. Sir. But the point is this. I love that song, by the way. Um, the point is this is that, you know, if you think that I'm a coon, then I guess that's what I am. And uh, I'm going to end this episode out by saying, um, uh, I like fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>